I believe that the quality of life we live directly reflects the type of relationships that we have with ourselves, others, God, and everything in between. Welcome to my inner and outer world. My name is Tyler Joe Stratton, and I am the host of the Happy Heart Academy podcast, where it is my mission to significantly improve the quality of life you live by teaching you how to live more joyfully from your heart rather than your hurt so that you can begin to experience more joyful and loving relationships with yourself, others, God, and everything in between after a devastating heartbreak. Thank you for joining me today. Now let the podcast begin. What is up, my dear friends, and welcome back to the Happy Heart Academy podcast. I am your host, Tyler Stratton, and today we are talking about forgiveness and how you can begin to Forgive so that you can create more intimacy, more connection, fulfillment, aliveness in your life, in future relationships, and even in your current relationships that you have with, uh, you know, friends and family and, uh, you know, parents and, and uh, kids and, and different people that are, you have to interact in your everyday life. And I know that this is going to be a weighted topic, but nonetheless, it's a topic that I believe needs to be discussed if you want to begin to release yourself from the internal chaos within so that you can finally feel released and let go and be able to move on and create a sense of happiness and completeness in yourself. So today is a day that um, I'm just excited to spend time with you so that you can learn some different ideas about forgiveness. But before we get into that, I want to talk about, hey, listen, if you are still stuck and struggling to move on and create a sense of joy, happiness, aliveness in your life, and you're not sure what to do, listen, you can learn what to do, what I teach all of my coaching clients to do um, in my free 30-minute guided training. Listen, it's free. It's out there. Just click the link in the show notes or in the bio or wherever you're watching this or listening to this hat and check that free video and resource out because it's meant to give you a roadmap. It's meant to give you some guidance. It's meant to give you some bumpers, you know, like those bumpers when you're bowling um, to kind of guide your ball to get a strike. Well, that's ideally what these are going to help you understand and do. Like, what do you need to focus on? What should I be focusing on right now, Tyler, in order to move on? Well, Listen, you will find that in the free training, so be sure to check that out. And now on to today's episode. Today, we are talking about a big topic, which is a topic of forgiveness. And forgiveness is talked about time and time again. And, um, you know, it is something that we all might struggle with. How do you forgive someone who is unforgivable? How do you let go of someone who has done me so much harm? How do I let go when... You know, the only thing good in my life was them, and then they're the ones that hurt me. Well, we're going to be talking about that and why it's important to forgive and and why, um, how you can forgive. And we're going to be talking about what's stopping you from forgiving and then the price that we pay because we're being unforgiving. And then we're going to dive into uh, the three different ways in which you can practice forgiveness. Because in my personal opinion, practicing forgiveness is an act. It's not a, it's not just words. You're not just saying that you want to be forgiving, but you are actually forgiving and you're doing that through the way that you are. What you do is a forgiveness in and of itself is a verb. That means it's an action. That means you have to act upon it in order to receive the power of forgiveness. You can't just say, I want to be forgiving. You have to actually be forgiving and you have to go out and act upon it. So I want to dive in by sharing uh, with you 
just a couple paragraphs from a book that I so dearly love. And it's a book called You Don't Have to Suffer. And um, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see it here. Um, it's a book that you called You Don't Have to Suffer. It's a handbook for moving on beyond life crisis. And if you don't have a copy of this, definitely go pick yourself up. It's it's literally such a transformative, powerful book. And uh, I just want to share this with you. This is not coming from me. That's why I must disclaim that what I'm about to share with you is not mine, but it's so powerful that I think you need to hear it. And, and um, Judy goes on to say that the willingness to continuously forgive ourselves and others is the key source of aliveness in life as well as a powerful route to our not suffering. And according to the dictionary, forgive means to pardon, to absolve, to give up resentment, and to grant relief from payment. You see, unlike overlooking or condoning, forgiveness implies the need to accept that something happened and cannot be undone. Forgiveness is often a short shortcut to finishing our unfinished business with one another to being complete, and to being satisfied. To continually forgive is a beautiful gift, maybe the best gift to give to ourselves and those around us. Unfortunately, most of us opt into being right rather than to forgive. We bear grudges, hold on to past grievances, and criticize attitudes which add misery, not joy and aliveness to our life. Our vitality and contentment are limited to the degree that we do not only forgive. When we hold on to previous hurts, misfortune, anger, or judgment, our attention and our energies are bound up in the past and today is clouded over. Forgiveness allows us to release or to let go and to complete or put the past away. Listen, my friend, I've learned that as without forgiveness, there is no peace. Without forgiveness, there can be no peace found within your heart, within your mind, within your body, within your soul. And I want to help you understand that to be able to forgive someone is to be able to let go. And the only way you can begin to let go is if you learn what you need to let go of. So if you're unclear of what needs to be let go of, you need to get clear on that so that you understand what you should be letting go of so that you can finally move past it. Some of the greatest techniques that I've learned to allow me to process my emotion and to process that those feelings of that I oftentimes revisit that are painful, I, I, I abstract them from my mind and I write them on paper. When I abstract them from my mind and I write them down on paper, they are released from my mind. It creates a healthier and happier space within my mind and it gets me to be able to see it from a different angle, literally. Like I see it on paper rather than replaying it in my mind. The writing down what it is that you need to let go of is going to be a vital step in order for you to forgive because to forgive is to let go. It's to not hold accept, uh, resentment. It's not to hold anger. It's, it's ideally a, a release. It's a, an acceptance practice. It's a letting go practice. And if you're struggling to let go, once again, this is something I teach in my 12-week coaching program. Um, and we spend weeks on letting go. Uh, so highly recommend if you're not familiar with the 12-week coaching program one-on-one, ideally check out the link in the bio and we can talk a little bit more about that if that's something you're interested in. But you know, forgiveness oftentimes stop us from feeling in enjoyment, aliveness, vitality, strength, inner independence. You know, we oftentimes close ourselves off and live from our hurt when we are unforgiving. And, and ideally, when you act from a place of your hurt, you're only going to receive more hurt.
So we need to move into our hearts so that we can finally live from our heart and receive other people's hearts. So when it comes to forgiveness, what's oftentimes stopping us? The number one thing that often stops us from being able to be uh, forgiving is we'd rather be right than be happy. You know, we make them wrong and bad and we make us right and good. When somebody, when someone is wrong and bad, we will do everything we can to continue to position ourselves into a higher self-righteous manner, prideful manner, like, listen, I'm better than them. I, did, I, I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, well, listen, settle down. You probably did. And it's probably recognizing that you did in order for you to move on. Hum- humans are not perfect. So you acting as though they are perfect and they should have treated you better and they should have been better and, and should have X, Y, and z Well, listen, humans make mistakes all the time. Heck, I'm, I'm constantly making mistakes. I'm always failing and failing forward and failing fast. That doesn't cause me to be a bad person. Listen, unforgiving oftentimes causes us to opt in for self-righteousness rather than intimacy and fulfillment. So if you're wanting more connection, if you're wanting more intimacy, if you're wanting more love, if you're wanting more uh, interindependence, you need to learn how to forgive, my friend. Like if you're not forgiving, you're not going to be able to connect with yourself. You're not going to want to because when, you, when you're being unforgiving, you're holding a space of hurt, anger, and resentment. And when you connect with yourself, you're connecting back to that hurt, anger, and resentment. You're not connecting to a happier version of yourself. So a lot of you will continue to avoid spending time with you, being alone in solitude, and practicing um, your uh, self-care practices that will ultimately let you to connect back to you. Why? Because you're, what's within you is more hurt, is more pain, is more frustration, is more anger, is more resentment. So you can't get close to you and build a better relationship with you if you don't allow yourself to let go of this. It's, it's poisoning yourself and poisoning the relationship you have with yourself. So listen, the reason why, the number one reason why, uh, what's stopping you from being able to forgive is we'd rather be right than be happy. You have to make a choice. And ultimately, many years ago, about seven years ago, I made a choice to be happy rather than right. I know that what she did when she cheated on me was wrong. I know when my friends slept with her, that was wrong. I knew I was quote unquote better than, but there's a lot of things that I wasn't better than. And it was me identifying those things. And that helped me to bring peace into my own heart. I've I've realized that I'm broken. She's broken. We're both broken. And we're coming from a broken place, acting from a broken place, which ultimately results in more hurt and harm. You know, and this oftentimes when we, when we don't allow ourselves to be forgiving, to act out in a way that's forgiving, the price that we pay for having all of our energies tied up in past grievances, discouragement, loneliness, and isolation, um, and many other things often calls us to f- causes us to feel depressed, alone, isolated, miserable, unhappy, not like ourselves. And it's a big price to pay because ultimately we have to take care of us. Like we have to make sure that we're okay. Like we have to make sure that we're okay enough to want to live with us enough so that we can endure to the end. It's sickening how many people take their own lives. I'm in a support group right now where um, somebody, uh, their ex took their life. So she came and she talked about how her ex-boyfriend committed suicide. Now there's more problems besides the breakup that caused the suicide, but nonetheless, 
he obviously wasn't feeling unforgiving. He wasn't feeling forgiveness, I should have said. He wasn't feeling able to live with himself, so he killed himself. And it's sickening if you look up the statistics on how many people take their life in a year. Now, I'm not saying that that's going to be you. I'm not saying that that is you. But ideally, when you hold on to uh, resentment, anger, frustration, and you don't want to deal with you anymore, you don't even want to be with you anymore. If you can't be with you, it's hard for someone else to be with you. Then oftentimes this could be one of the escapisms. The greatest escapism is to kill yourself, right? Other escapisms that people run to is drugs, alcohol, sex, um, you know, uh, a rebound relationship, you know, isolation, overeating, all of these things, you know, overworking, overeating, oversleeping, overexercising, all of those things as an escapism that doesn't cause you to connect with yourself. So listen, I know you're ready to forgive. I know you're open to forgive. I know that you're just sick and tired of feeling sick and tired and you want this weight lifted off your shoulders so you can finally let go, move on, and create some peace, happiness, and excitement like you got yourself back. And if, hey, listen, let's start talking about how can you begin to forgive. Well, this is what you can do to forgive. Number one, you got to always make sure if you want to begin to forgive yourself or others, you've got to learn to tell the truth about how you feel. You've got to learn how to express your truth, not hold your truth in. You've got to let yourself express the truth on how you feel. The truth will set you free. It's pretty biblical, but nonetheless, it is the truth. That means free. That means peace. That means total exhaustion of the bad thing. So once again, one of the greatest things that I've learned to do um, is to teach people how to forgive themselves by telling the truth based upon what they have ideally experience. What is their side of the story? And what you could do is to write it down, write down your truth and really ask yourself, is there anything I cannot forgive in that specific time, space, situation, or relationship? Answer that question. Like write down that question on your piece of paper. Is there anything that I'm, that I cannot forgive in our relationship? You know, and then you're let yourself just to write out the things that you're feeling like you can't forgive that you're not willing to forgive. And then when you identify the things that you're not willing to forgive, ask yourself why you don't want to forgive them. Like, why do you feel like you shouldn't forgive them? The more, the more that you write, the more that you're going to practice forgiveness, you're going to be able to release it because once again, you're letting it go from your mind onto a piece of paper, separating the, the actual thought from you and putting it on to a paper, which once again, it's a beautiful extraction process that writing will allow you to feel at peace. So Step one is just to begin to continue to tell your truth. Maybe not to others, but just continue to write it down. If you want to go out you know, for a walk in nature or wherever and just speak it into your phone, and this is my truth, this is what my heart needs to express, You know, there's a lot of things that I'd like to say to them. So just say it. Write it down. Don't send it to them. Like, that's going to help you to be able to practice and actually do forgiving. Like Once again, you've got to be forgiving. You can't just say that I want to forgive and forgive. You've got to do it. You've got to practice it. So practice this on a daily basis and tell the truth on a daily basis because once again, the truth will set you free. Number two, step two is to forgive yourself. You know, you've got to make sure that you are not only forgiving them, but forgiving yourself, understanding that you're not reaching a space of wholeness, of completeness until you learn to forgive yourself. 
and identifying what it is that you need to forgive yourself for. Maybe you've, you, maybe you haven't treated yourself right. Maybe you've been talking poorly to yourself. Maybe you've been overeating, over drinking, over indulging into sexual activities. All of these things that caused you to feel bad about yourself. You've got to forgive yourself for those things. Like, listen, I didn't know how to cope with my emotions. So this is what I turned to. This was what I knew. And I, I, you don't know what you don't know. So now that you're starting to maybe gain awareness of what causes you pain and what causes you healing, start to do those things that cause you more healing. And one of the greatest things that I've done for myself is there are, there are, there's power in questions and asking yourself empowering questions will ultimately help you to reach a empowered life. And so one of the greatest things that I've learned is to practice self-forgiveness is I oftentimes ask myself this empowering question. Can I let go and forgive myself for that? Like this allows me to really consider the idea of letting go. Like, can I let go? Like, yeah, of course I can. I can let go of anything. That's a choice, whether or not that I want to let go of it. Like, then I will be like, okay, I want to let go of the way that I showed up yesterday. Um, in a relationship with a coworker, or maybe I want to let go of uh, the way that I showed up to my spouse yesterday or whatever it might've been. I want to, can I let go of that? How I showed up? Like, why did I show up that way? Well, I understand why I showed up that way. And then this allows me to once again, forgive myself for that. I ask myself, can I forgive myself for that? Can I let go of that? Can I remove myself and not beat myself up for that? Sometimes practicing self-forgiveness is just being more kind to yourself. Like, Hey, I recognize that you did that. That wasn't your highest self. That wasn't your best self, but that's okay. We all come from, you know, different places, stages. There's a lot going on. There's a lot in my mind. There's a lot that I've been holding on to and I just bursted and blew up. It's okay. You're trying to do this and figure this out on your own. That's challenging. Listen, it's okay. Reset, restart. You got this. You can do this. And once again, it's just a constant letting go and asking yourself, can I let go and can I forgive? And lastly, I want to talk about step number three is practicing continual state of forgiveness. I think this is a practice that you need into your everyday life if you're struggling to forgive someone. Like I said, forgiveness is a verb. That means you have to act upon it. So that means I want to ask you to act as if practice is what it is. It's the act as if practice. So what does that mean, Tyler? Well, you've got to act as if you're already forgiving. Like, what would that look like is if you already acted as if you were forgiving, like you already forgave them? How would you act? Identify how you would act if you were already forgiving them. How would you feel? Feel as if you forgave them. If, how would you feel if you already forgave them? Like, how would, what would be different? How would you feel? What would you feel if you felt as if you already forgave them? Like, acting as if is a beautiful way to forgive. Like just, just allow yourself to ponder, to imagine, to be creative and be like, how would I act if I already did forgive them? How would I feel if I already forgave them? How would I think if I already forgave them? What new thoughts would be in my mind? What would, what would take the space of the grudge that once was there? How would I talk if I forgave them? And then how would I behave if I forgave them? Allowing yourself to act these out and act as if you already forgave them will allow yourself to funnel into this behavior of forgiveness. So this is how you can con practice continual forgiveness is to act out as if you already forgave them. Like how would you act? How would you feel? How would you think? How would you talk? And how would you behave?
Listen, the three ways in which you can begin to forgive once again are you've got to tell yourself the truth in order to set yourself free. Then you've got to practice forgiving yourself by asking yourself, can I let go of this and forgive myself for what I've done? And number three, to practice a continual state of forgiveness is you've got to act as if, act as if you've already forgiven them, feel as if you already forgave them, think as if you already forgave them, talk as if you already forgave them, and behave as if you already forgave them. Listen, my name is Tyler. I'm your heartbreak recovery coach, helping singles to create happiness during their singleness. And if you are struggling to remove yourself from the feeling of not being able to let go of someone, if you're struggling to move on, let go, create a sense of joy and happiness after heartbreak because you don't know what to do, you don't know what to focus on during this time, be sure to check out the free happiness after heartbreak training. The link will be in the show notes below. And before you go, please do me a solid. If you found this podcast episode helpful, encouraging, supportive, and or uplifting, be sure to leave a review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you're at. It's on Apple Podcasts. I don't care where you're listening to this, but do yourself a, do me a favor, please, and just leave a review. The reason why I'm asking you to leave a review because it really does help get the podcast uh, out there and reach more lives. Listen, I want to break the hurt people, hurt people cycle. And the more people that we can help heal, the better future that we have for ourselves, others, and our kids, and the future generations to come. So let us help other people heal by sharing this out and leaving a review. Until then, I will talk to you soon. If you found this podcast helpful, encouraging, supportive, or uplifting, please make it your mission to tell other people about this podcast because I believe it is on each and every single one of us to spread more positivity, more hope, more encouragement during these times of chaos, negativity, heartbreak, and struggle. Because I believe you have the power to be the dealer of hope by lifting up other people through positive education so that their life can begin to change change for the better. If there is one thing that I would ask any of you to do, it would be to be the light in the darkness and be the hope in the hopeless and be the love that you know this world needs more of. And remember, it is our duty and grand plan to be the warrior whose mission it is to love, lead, and serve all of those that we can by being the person they need us to be. And you can begin to be that person in their life by simply sharing this podcast with those who you know could use some more help, hope, love, and encouragement. And with the utmost gratitude in my heart, I thank you for spending your precious time with me today and listening to the podcast.